0: Not anymore. 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 Yes, I was a broken woman. Yes, Yes, I didn't love me. Yes, I decided to settle for what wasn't best for me. Yes, I was in a toxic relationship. Guess what? Not Not anymore. anymore. I have grown from the broken pieces. I have learned to love me me when no one else loved me. I have learned that I will never settle for in my life or my peaceful atmosphere. I have learned the difference between love, lust of a good relationship. Yes, I wasn't perfect, but I learned to work on my mind, my body, and my soul connections. Yes, I have allowed the wrong spiritual around me. Now, I've learned about the not allowing the negative energy around me. Yes, I've been down the road of destruction. Now I've learned how to not move by emotion, but by the spirit of my faith and purpose. Not anymore, my fears will not keep me from being a better version of me. Not anymore, my toxicness will stop me from loving myself or trusting others in my peaceful place. Not anymore, my lack of post-trauma is going to stop me from my future growth. Yes, not anymore. I know I'm powerful. I know I'm overcoming. I know I'm a positive, I know I'm loved, and yes, not anymore, I'm dope, dedicated to other people, empowerment, I love my dopeness, and so should you. Keep my faith over fear to have the power in my voice to be heard. You have the power, you are resilient, you have the strength. Your voice is powerful, you need to know that you're powerful. Hold on to that power, hold on to that power. Hold Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Your Power and Your Voice. And today, we know her as Coach Wade, but, you know, her first name is Takiisha. But welcome, welcome, welcome to the platform of the in Your Voice where we educate, motivate, and inspire. And today we are going to focus on domestic violence because, one, it is almost the end of the month, but, you know, we advocate for it daily on a daily basis. They may give us one month for it, but we do it 365 days a year. Yes. Yes. So can you, so can you tell everybody who you are and what you do?
1: Hey everyone, my name is Takesha Wade, um, also known as Coach Keisha. I am a domestic violence survivor. And I'm also an international certified life coach. And I specialize in narcissistic abuse recovery coaching and self care relationship and domestic violence um, recovery and healing. Um, I love that God has brought me into this this space where I can actually specialize in it. And it's not just through me, you know, graduating and from coaching school. It is the experience and the Lord, the Holy Spirit that's moving in me. And I thank you so much for having me here on your show today. Absolutely. So can you tell us, you know, a
0: little bit about your story first we can get into that dynamics and then we can talk about the red flags and all the et etc but mm. let's kind of you know can we touch a little bit on how this kind of happened
1: oh and you know sometimes y'all i i have to think because throughout this abuse that i that i went through It's sometimes cloudy. It it was like cloudy. It had took a back seat in my mind, but I know that I had to let it out. So it's so much that happened over years in my life. So I'm going to start with three, three words, trapped, darkness, and fog. Mm. And that's how I start my story because i tell you a little bit about how I felt trapped. So uh, a little bit in the beginning, I felt and y'all I'm sorry about the, if y'all hear like my doorbell ring, cause the ring is, is set up some kind of way and I'm trying to fix it. So y'all, I'm sorry for the noise in the background, <laughs> but if I have to repeat myself, just let me know. You're fine. So for me feeling trapped, I think about history, right? I go back into my history when I grew up and how it looked like, what it looked like me growing up. And it's very hard to kind of talk about because, you know, I told my mom, I told my dad, it's just kind of scary letting this all out. And Mm -hmm. I, and that's why I had to tell them first, Hey mom, Hey dad, this, this is what I'm going to be talking about because you know, the guilt, sets in. Right. But it did start from childhood. But I had to forgive my parents for not receiving information and the awareness like we do now. Right. And as I grew up, I started feeling the the trapped like I I didn't know where I belong. I felt Like I was so different and it was like I was always hungry for something. And I felt like my mom and dad, I feel like sometimes they they, they didn't know how to nurture that. Mm -hmm. So as I evolved and grew into, you know, in my childhood, it started feeling abusive. Because I would see the physical fights, I would see the emotional abuse, I would see the mental abuse, but I didn't have a word that was connected to it. And so as I moved on in my adolescence, teenage years, and then that's when I started dating, I felt like those things were attached to me. At that time, now, I didn't know this, but I'm just speaking from the now. Mm -hmm. Now, at this time, I didn't know that I had these things lingering on. And I started dating the very first trapped, Mm -hmm. darkness, Mm -hmm. and fog. These were the three things that was inside these relationships from that childhood experience. So as time moved on, I started noticing that I was seeking something, but didn't know what it was. And so I felt like marriage. So, you know, you already a wife, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, people think that, you know, you don't have to be a wife or a bride. To, you don't have to be married to be a wife or a bride. You are already a wife, and that was my desire. And I know that what I was meant to to have is it's be you know to be a wife to have a husband. So I think I was not only looking for that, but I was looking for a father. And. I wanted that correction. I wanted that accountability. And so when I stumbled up on these type of men, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just authority. And I was attracted to it. So I wasn't only attracted to the toxic authority and the controlling, but I was attracted to my past my childhood experience mm-hmm. because that's the only thing I knew. That's 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 all I knew. So red flags was control. No, right. no, no, I'm gonna put it this way. Let's let's back it back. That's red flags. We're gonna talk about green flags. Legs. The green flags was control belittling. The darkness, being trapped, and being in the fog. Mm -hmm. Those were green flags for me. So I'm maneuvering through these relationships in life, feeling okay. Because, hey, I'm used to this. Right. And so the biggest... And, and, and I know, y'all, I like to give y'all pieces because I want to kind of line up the the reason how I ended up in these three zones
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how I end up experienced domestic violence. So this is hard for me to talk about y'all still, even though I talk about it a lot. <laughs> but when I was about twenty 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 no twenty two um I met my then husband we're no longer married, but I met my ex-husband and the love bumming. So I want y'all to catch these words because I'm telling y'all, when you go through narcissistic abuse, you're not going to understand really truly until you experience it. So it's best okay. for me to call these words and attach a word to it for people mm-hmm. that know these words. So first I experience what I call the love bumming. You know, when you are, a young lady that grew up in the country and didn't have much and you, I'm not saying I was poor, but I wasn't middle-class either. So the things that he showed me was like luxury, Mm -hmm. you know, who's going to take you to these, you know, guys never did this for me. Take me, you know, change my tire on my car gas up my car bring me lunch fill me with all this um talk you know i love you you know let me show you this take you to these different concerts and you know taking me to these expensive you know hotels and you know as we go out and you know and i just thought he was so amazing you know he's had things i had never seen before And then comes, I would say, not even two weeks into the relationship, you're sitting in a car, and then all of a sudden, a female appears out of nowhere, trying to grab you and snatch you out the car, and telling you they, yeah, that they want to kill you, basically. And you listening to? Oh, that's a crazy! I want y'all to catch this. That's uh, a crazy well. ex girlfriend that wants me back. I broke up with her. She's so crazy. That's why I broke up with her because she's crazy. And she out screaming, "This is who you left me for." Uh. So I'm like, "What? What is going on?" So as time goes on, I felt like this behavior was okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Because this
1: is what I was used to growing up. Mm -hmm. So then I started experiencing the devaluation where I started feeling like he was pulling away. Because he was bread crumbing. Bread crumbing is he give me a little something. Then he takes it away. Take it
0: away. Mm-hmm.
1: He give me a little this, a little dab of salt and pepper, just enough. And then pull away. So I'm like, what did I do? Right. What's going on? So the devaluation stage. And then I started. Being an FBI investigator. Then that's me Googling stuff. Trying to find out who he's talking to. Driving past his house. Going through his phone. Grabbing his phone. Going through his phone. Seeing all these women. And I see these women. And I'm looking at them. Like, oh, they're so pretty. So that's when I started to try to mimic them. I tried to be them. If they dress this way, I'm going to dress this way. If their hair like this, I'm going to wear my hair like this because he's going to love me better. He's going to I'm going to make him know, make him love me. I'm going to let him know that I'm better than these women. So as time goes on, um, you know, it's different women calling my job, trying to get me fired, um, saying little things about. Hey, um, that's my man. That's my fiance. Um, mm. Women showing up at my mom's house, um, watching my, you know, every move. And then I broke it off with him. And then I started dating someone else. This is where I got into a deeper hole because this guy was an alcoholic. Now, pay my mm. My childhood, my, my dad drank a lot. I thought that was okay. The mm-hmm. behavior was okay. And I just started, he was just constantly drinking. He was saying little nasty things to me, you know, hateful things, calling me ugly, stupid, um, cheating with other women too. And so I decided to leave. And by the time I was getting ready to leave one time, um, one day, he took a hammer.
0: Mm.
1: To my head and held it up while my baby girl, I think wow. she was like maybe five or six years old, hollering, "Stop! Stop! Stop, Daddy! Stop!" Because this was, you know, and he's, and and all I can see is this hammer to my head, like I'm gonna kill you if you leave me. You cannot leave because I'm going to kill you. And I got this hammer to my head and I'm devastated. And to this day, I don't know how I escaped or what Mm. happened. I think because my daughter came in and he was scared and it woke him up like, Oh my God, I'm about to kill her. Or what was I thinking? So I run, I, you know, I leave that, that space. So it's a long story, y'all. And when I say I try to, like, put it in pieces because it's going to be in my book, <laughs> when I try not to make it too long and drawn out for the TV show, um, that's why I like to talk about pointers so that you can kind of understand what I went through. Because some people think because you don't get hit often
0: mm-hmm.
1: or um, slapped or punched, you are you didn't go through abuse. What are you talking about? No, we're talking about mental and mm-hmm. emotional abuse where mm-hmm. I've been called retarded, stupid, dumb, fat, ugly, Um, attacking my intelligence, you know, the gaslighting, making me, you know, distorting my reality when I know the truth, you know? So it's that's why I open up to talk about narcissism because I didn't know what that was right you know, and it's a I lot of
0: people that don't
1: right and and I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna be honest with y'all if you don't listen and hear the clues you will kind of and I'm gonna be honest with y'all you'll kind I get bored because some people want to hear that 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 big story about mm-hmm. oh you got hit and you and they they took their hand and they they you know you almost you almost dead. But what people don't understand, I was mentally and spiritually dead. I was walking dead. I had to literally. So let's talk about the fog. I was literally outside of myself I was in so much trauma and mental and emotional pain that I was literally just like I was leaving my body and my it it was like your vision is distorted and you're wondering you know what's going on with my brain why am I feeling like this why do I feel When I went to the doctor, my doctor told me, if you don't go to the hospital and get seen about your mental health, I'm going to call the police and commit you. Oh, wow. Because because you look like death. Right. She told me I look dead. Mm. And this was just from so much bottled up anger, so much pain. And all that talking, you know, to me as if I was nothing. And then the the biggest, the biggest thing is the discarding. So I talked about devaluing you. So devaluing you is where they talk to you and make you feel like you're just nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the discard, the discard is the pain. Right. Because you have formed a trauma bond and a in a toxic attachment to this person. And they pull away from you sometimes e- quickly and sometimes very, you know, in small steps pulling away from you. And they mentally attack you because they know that they can do little things to make you feel and know that they are about to leave. So just right. imagine that pain. Um, and I think I never got over how my ex-husband had left me and the kids, you know, and I, and a lot of people talk about this all the time as it was a, uh, an award-winning day. You know, people f- talk about it. That's why you have to be careful who you, you speak to and mm-hmm. tell Your story to because some people Take it out of context Um, You know that's why he left you and the children And he left you for another woman And um, You know but they don't don't Know what happened And and how you know What what me and these were going through Mm -hmm. And being Told that I'm leaving You for another woman And then he puts the other woman on the phone To confirm it just imagine that kind of hurt when you call the woman on the phone and say, Hey, here she go, tell her. And she and him laughing at me, having the best time of their life. Okay. You know, right. yeah, he, 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 that's my man. And I'm like, You, did you know he was married? Well, no, he told me, Y'all, y'all, you ain't his wife. It's a fake. It's a fake marriage certificate. You are, you went in on the internet and pulled it up and the wedding photos that you have of yourself, those were pre-wedding photos. Those were just photos y'all wanted to take to show people before... The, before. When I tell y'all this story, <laughs> that's why I just didn't know where to start tonight. Right. I know I, I was drawing on y'all, but yeah, you can just ask
0: questions, Shauna, because Shauna, because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a lot. It, no, it, I believe a, it, and see, we ain't gonna give them all the secrets because they gotta get the book. The book is coming. Oh so yeah, they, that's, they right. Get the that's book. right. That's right. So we're right. not gonna get them all the secrets anyway. So what got you in? So from this dynamic, what was the day that you said enough was enough? Let me tell you,
1: enough was enough. First, I'm going to tell you, I had two breaking points. Okay. The first breaking point was when my ex-husband, that story I just told mm-hmm. about him leaving me for the younger woman. Pay mind, she was 19, 20 years old. So that that hit me. You leave your family, and then she was pregnant. Mm with another man's baby while I had just had your baby. Oh. That was one of the breaking points. Number right. two the, the final the final 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 breaking point is when he married another woman while he was still married to me. I was done. I was done. And the final, 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 final breaking point when he allowed her to display abuse with my children.
0: Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely enough. I was
1: done, and then you're still communicating with her. If this is okay. That was my breaking, breaking, breaking point right there. And I knew that I had to bring the light, the education, because no one deserves to be hurt, and especially my children. Right. Kids
0: are always the major breaking points for sure. Yes, because it's, it, it it makes it, it's it clicks something in there, and it just be yes. It ain't even about me no more. It's about them.
1: Correct. Because all I can think of is putting that S on my chest for my mm-hmm. children.
0: Right. Absolutely. So, what advice would you have for someone that may be going through it? or maybe coming out of it on how to take their power back? What's, yeah. Yeah, what advice I would say?
1: The biggest thing is finding you and loving you and developing a relationship with God. That's number one. Let Let me tell you, before I got out of that relationship, I had started building a greater bond with God, and I started praying more, and that's when He started delivering and providing guidance and providing um, clarity. And then He put community around me. Know who your tribe is, because I'm a, I'm going to tell you right now. You 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 can't be alone. Doing this when you're trying to get out. Now, you do have some that's isolated and they cause you to break and rift relationships where there's no one around, but you need to have some type of form of some type of contact with someone and discover again who you are. And I know. Now, abuse. You know, a lot of people think that physical violence. Mm-hmm. You can't. You think you can't get out with someone who's physically violent. Try someone that's mentally, emotionally violent. Right,
0: because it's the that, you still hear it after
1: you leave. Correct, and it can turn into physical. Mm-hmm. So you need a you need a plan. And I'm talking about a, a plan, a well thought out plan without fear or moving the fear. Mm-hmm. I suggest you read and, and you know what, Shanna, I, and I think i will be saying that I'm so sorry. But let me tell you, I, I encourage, though, not to read too much. Once you discover that word narcissist, you get mm-hmm. excited. Mm -hmm. And you start listening to all these gurus, you start listening Mm -hmm. to these coaches, you start listening to these different people. I need you to be careful when you're studying Mm -hmm. these things because it can make you more confused than Mm -hmm. what you really are. (laughs) So I suggest that you just study it at a surface level and get kind of the idea of what you're going through and get the help. If you have the, the resources or you have the, the, the goal to get some help, do that. And it's, and and again, it's, it's hard to get out of these things. Right. And, and, and I just say it is situational. Because it depends on the type of, because I, you know, I've been in a, and I, I was in one of the relationships where I was financially abused, where I had quit my job and everything, and I had no funding,
0: mm.
1: had no yeah. car, and had to back on my feet. Right. So it is situational. And that's why I say if you got the means to call somebody and ask for help or get someone to ask for the help for you, do that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and definitely, like you said, you need a plan because if you don't have a plan, then it's like some people end up going back because once they if it was financial, they'll end up going back because, oh, I'm out here on the streets. I don't got nowhere to go. I got and don't don't have kids because they're going to go back. Well, my kids need shelter. So definitely they do need a plan. I definitely agree about that. They definitely do need to figure it out. And, you know, know when enough is enough and don't just accept what is given to you. Like you said, find yourself, because a lot of times we, we lose ourselves in the midst of going through that fog and that trap and that darkness. So absolutely. Yes. I, I see you called them, look, you called them green flags. So is there any green flags that people need to, you know, I know everybody's situation is different. So besides the trap, the fog and the darkness, mm-hmm. is there in, in the control and isolation, is there any other green flags that people might need to look out for? um i would
1: say be careful and i'm and i and i want to say and and i call them green flags when you've been through the abuse before and Mm it's a right if you used to it but that red that that red flag is what it is is you have to listen to their conversation because You got to listen for the manipulative tactics. I know people don't want to be that, you know, I don't want to always, every time I talk to someone, I got to be that where you nowadays, you got to be very aware. I'm going to tell you, when you hear a man constantly talk about, and you're not even married to him, and you, you know, you're not even thinking about marriage or courtship yet. And he's already throwing the words out there, submissive, watch that. A man should not be t- talking to you about submission, right? It it, it at, a, at a point of dating, dating you. Watch, watch for the words that they say. Look for the manipulative tactics. You know, uh be careful when they talk about the you know, the ex-person a lot. You know, no accountability. They didn't tell their part. They're they're always saying what he or she did versus. Let me let me tell you why I allowed it, or let me mm-hmm. tell you what I did for it to lead to this. The why, not right. the, the right. blank the shift the blaming. Um, another red flag when they you know it's okay to move at a pace that you feel comfortable with, but when you feel like they move in too fast and you get that eerie feeling, especially with that love bomb. And I'm talking about the unhealthy love bombing, where they are just overly asking questions like, what's your love language? Right. You know, they start asking all these numerous of questions. Be careful when they want to always. Oh, no, no, no. They don't want to talk. I oh, know we ain't got to talk about me. Let's talk. Talk about you. You got to right. make sure they're not collecting they're collecting facts about you or a collection of
0: bo- information
1: poems to throw at mm-hmm. you so they can get back right. at you. When,
0: when, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, that definitely that part, like, you know how, you know, some people like to be an open book and they like to share everything and then that'll be the main mm-hmm. thing they take and throw back at you and, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely you have to be careful of, somebody that yes. just want to talk about you and like you said collecting the bones
1: yes collecting agree. the bones in the, in the darkness, darkness. darkness you're going to feel the darkness because you're going to feel like it's a cloud over you at all times that's why I like to use those three words because mm-hmm. you're going to feel trapped that's a flag if you feel like you're confused and you feel like oh my god I got to get out of this but I, 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 I and then you started feeling you know like it, and it's so hard to explain the fog because it's like you're confused. Okay, the best way, you're confused all the time. Right. The fog is confusion. Or, they, or they're they, confused. Or, I
0: fog. would say some of that is when people, they try to make it seem it's always your fault when you know you're right. It's like yeah, it's confusing you. Like you know
1: what's going on, but they're trying to make you crazy. Right. Right. Or they confused fuse you with the relationship, mm-hmm. like you know, they hot and cold. One minute you know you're in a relationship, next minute, you don't next know. you feel like without well, going, I thought we were pissed, right? Right, and then the darkness, you just feel that cloud. You feel like doomsday because they make you feel that way. Right, but yeah, I know it's a lot of tips. I, I you know, if you follow me, you'll have to come. You know, so I can look, give you, got, you a little bit look, more details.
0: They got to come check out Coach Coach Keisha.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're talking surface level. Wait till we get into the deeper right. dive. Now, when is the book coming out? So it's aiming before December 25th before Christmas. Um, my beautiful publisher, I love her so much. She is my sister. And um, she's getting everything ready um, because I had to, you know, I had to release it to her because I was going to do my own editing. I was going to, God said, no, I need you to release. Because the more I said there, I was delaying. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully no later than December 25th, because I'm pushing it. So what's the title? Ooh. The secret. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to tell you. Let me tell y'all. When I tell you the title, I have to literally look at it because i'm gonna tell y'all y'all don't let me tell you trauma is real trauma is real and when you try to put those thoughts in the back of your head you don't even because i'm telling y'all this book so it's it's um i was trying to put it up so y'all can see the um the cover uh i got my it's the wedding dress and the guy background. It's his secret life with the okay. secret wife. Gotcha. It's his secret life with, with the secret, secret wife. wife. And you're gonna know why. I when you buy this book, because I don't want to give too much, I want you to just think about it. His secret life with the secret wife. Mm.
0: I can't wait for December. I gotta check that out. Oh yeah.
1: It's gonna let me tell you the things in that book. I promise you, you were thinking I was I was living in w- what is the movie? Um I would just say a movie. I, I can't even think of uh M- right. MGM. You, you would think I was, was I was in, a, in movie. a movie that I was an actress playing through, yeah. Cause you're gonna be like, what? And I'm a, and I'm gonna tell you, I had an aha moment throughout the writing of me right, book. And I looked at my, you know, I look at myself now, and I said, what? you know, one day I called my friend, and I said, girl, what was wrong with me? <laughs> I can't believe what. We have I, those I, moments. I, I, can't, I can't believe this. I actually let myself go through
0: that. But, you know, going through that, a lot of times it felt normal because of the normalization from things that you were dealing with. So that felt normal at the time. So in that moment, like you said, being in that fog, being in that darkness, being trapped in that moment, in that moment, it felt normal, especially like you've been dealing with it since childhood. So it was normalization for you, you know? Yes. So, walking in darkness you know, is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just like, okay, this is normal. So, you know, ain't nothing wrong going on. You know it, but when you yeah, come out it's... of it and you, like you said, when you write the book and then you look back, I'm like, wow, like, I really, is... I really, right? You ask yourself, like, but see, what it is is now your mindset has shifted and changed. You're not that person anymore. You were someone else then. So within the growth and the ability to go through what you went through and to grow and learn and learn things about yourself and loving on yourself and you know mm-hmm. all these things we are now seeing the outside in instead of being in it we're outside of it and looking in it like right
1: wow. yeah right right yep you know it's 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 hard but it is. Look at me now, because I, right. if I showed y'all pictures, and I'm gonna try to see if I can find some pictures to put in the book. In the book, and you was yeah, where well, y'all can see me from then and now, like I was, I had bags under my eyes. I look like, you know how they say you can tell a narcissist or a psychopath, a sociopath, just mm-hmm. in their eyes. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all something that's not always true true because when you look at a trauma victim that in their eyes they're in space right yeah so i just look like a total different person yeah
0: like i i I totally understand because you know i you know i went through this process so i understand so you you know know, yeah yeah because i look back at pictures and you look like a totally different person yeah you know at that moment, like you said, the bags, you lose weight. You look like a whole, like your face looks smaller, darker. Just, it's a lot. So I understand. Yeah. It's a whole I was moment.
1: I mean, I was at, what, 99 pounds. Mm. Yeah. 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 But
0: I'm look 100 at you now. Yes. Look at you now. Look at the glow up now. So, you know, you know, it has been a transformation, but you made it you know and this is one reason why I talk about domestic violence because there's some people that didn't make it It was some people that's not here to speak about it so I'm happy that we are here to advocate for the ones that can't talk or are afraid to speak so that we can get them and grow them out of those situations and those moments that become on the other side because I call it the glow up after the grow up
1: here you go (laughs) (laughs) right here this is us you mm-hmm. see both of us you know Absolutely. is it easy to talk about no no you see me and 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 this is why I love my sister here because she allowed me to speak and allow me to speak through whatever I was feeling to the it wasn't scripted Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't these I'm going to throw these questions out at you and you just make up this story. No, this is an example on the show tonight that no matter how you tell your story, your story is your story. Tell it because mm-hmm. I don't care how you think somebody going to feel. Oh, my God, they probably think I'm boring. Don't let the enemy get you because if somebody out here going to resonate with you. Come on her show. Talk. And I even tell people I had got to the point sometimes I was just going to do a black screen and let somebody hear my voice. You don't even have to you don't even have to put your face on the screen. Nope, you sure don't. We can put
0: it on the audio when you just have the icon up and you can tell your story. My doors are open.
1: You got it wrong in, 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 in live right here.
0: Any any last words before we end the show? And then also make sure you tell them how to connect with you. And tell them about the book that you have with your co-authors as well, too. Oh, yes, y'all. Got yes. You. Yes,
1: yes. So um, I'm a visionary author. Yes. The visionary author is a book uh, collaboration with my beautiful sisters, The Power of Breaking the Silence, The Blueprint of a Survivor. It's a, a compilation of um, women who are survivors decided to say yes and heal out loud. And y'all, let me tell you some of their stories in there. You won't believe some were actually to the point where I believe one was, I mean, this close to death. I think I mean, when I say close, close. Um. And I got so excited. Um, (laughs) Also, you can find me at um, Coach Keisha W. Coach Keisha, K-E-I-S-H-A-W on Instagram. Um, um, Also, I'm on here on Facebook. um, T-Keisha Wade. My name is spelled right there. Um, I also have a website, www. Open Arms A-R-M-S Connection C-O-N-E-C-T-I-O-N Dot com And I just want to leave this with you You are Being heard You are You are heard We hear your voice Even when you don't speak And It's okay to ask for help. And let's get out that mindset of what stays in the house, what stays in the house, never leaves the house. Those those tainted family secrets, let it out. You can't keep that stuff built in. Talk about that toxic father. Talk about that home that you grew up in. Let those family secrets out. Let that let that baggage, drop that baggage so that you can walk in freedom. It's time for you to move in your freedom and walk in yourself in the healing that God wants you to have so I'm telling you tonight, just be you and be okay with who you are in this moment. Be okay with that and be okay with starting over. I've reset every you day, day. I'm going to be honest with you. I have to reset every day. Be okay with your reset. That's all I have, y'all, because if not, I'll keep talking. I love you. <laughs> as always, it's been an honor having you here to Keisha, better known as
0: Coach Keisha in the Building, advocate for domestic violence, self-coach, look, Coach of Survivors, all of the above, and a lot of hats that she has. And her book is coming in December. So make sure y'all get that book. Yes. And she has, the cult, she has the visionary project that she has out now. So make sure y'all connect with her. Vibe with her. If there's somebody out there that needs help that's looking for an out for domestic violence, there's 1-800 numbers. There's resources. So if you don't know, you can yes. connect with one of us. We, or If we don't know, we can connect you with someone else that can connect you to where you need to go. So we are always here. We're out here advocating for you. And always remember, just because October is the National Dom- Domestic Violence Month, always remember, 365 days there's domestic violence that's going on. Yes. So we are out here advocating every day all the time, 24-7. As always, you know, I have been your girl, mm-hmm. Sheena Godine, better known as the Lady Behind the Mask. This has been the voice, the power in your voice. You can find me on Facebook as the Lady Behind the Mask or my regular name, Sheena Gaudine. It's spelled S-H-A-N-A-G-O-U-R-D-I-N-E. You can find me on Instagram at the Lady Behind the Mask 22. You can find me on my website at www.SheenaUnmaskedMotivation.com. Or you can email me at Motivation at gmail.com or escadine 16 at gmail.com. As always, an honor. I'm here to educate, inspire, and motivate. And I thank y'all. And tune in next time. Have a good night. Night. Life struggles. When life tries to fight you back, you have to be ready to fight back. You have to be ready to stand your ground and be able to bold we learned that there are people that do not want to see you rise